With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Batter up. Well, listeners, welcome back to A Pod of Their Own. This is episode 133 of A Pod of Their Own. I am Allison McCaig, and I am joined this week by my lovely co-hosts, Linda Surovich. Hello, Linda. Hey, Allison. Maggie Wigan. Hello, Maggie. Hi, Allison. And Kellyanne Healy. Hello, Kellyanne. Hello, Allison. Hello, Linda. Hello, Maggie. And we have quorum. We have quorum. We're all here. Um, We may now amend the Apato Constitution. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we brought, uh, you know, for the last show uh, before the All-Star break, um, we brought all of us on uh, to record this week. So very exciting times. Um, we brought us on to talk about the Mets and talk about all stars and the all-star game and all of that good stuff. Uh, first we'll talk about before we get to all-star specific stuff, we'll talk about the Mets, uh, more generally, um, the Mets took two of three from the Reds since the last time we recorded, and then they split a four game series with the Marlins over the weekend. Um, they have the first of many crucial series against the Atlanta Braves this week. As we record this on Monday night, uh, July 11th, you may not hear this until Wednesday, but this is being recorded on Monday, very special Monday recording. Um, and they are currently winning two nothing. Uh, Max Scherzer over uh, Max Freed, the duel of the Maxes, um, and obviously can't overstate how important these games are against the Braves as they have just a one and a half game lead on Atlanta currently. So 
these games well, are going to be intense. Please well, win this one. That would be really there's, awesome. There's there's a lot of balls in <laughs> for this. For all one. our sakes, we'll just win this one for our mental health. Yeah, seriously. It's been a week, y'all. I, I mean, would really take a Mets win. I'm yeah. just enjoying all of the balls in this game right now. Yeah, I missed yesterday's game because like, I went to St. Thor, so my vibes are still high because it's like yesterday never happened. <laughs> That's good because yesterday was not good for the vibes. <laughs> I forget. I forget what Gare said. Freed's walk rate was at the beginning. It was pretty of low. Game, I mean, but I think, it was pretty low. And he's had how many walks in this game? Let me go check. He's had quite a few. I think it was like one point four per nine. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say one. It's, I knew it was like one, four and nine somewhere in there. So he's had four walks in this game thus far. Yeah, that's uh, Freed is uh, so yes. far. I mean, yes. obviously yes. Freed is an ace. And so even when he's not at his sharpest, he's able to limit damage for the most part. And so like, you know, it's not like the Mets have like really pounded him by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not Freed is not at his best. In this they're game. working him, though. Yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're working, working that him. pitch count. Um, and hopefully he will only last five innings, which would be great for the Mets. He's at, he is at 91 pitches right now. Excellent. And who's their closer? Because Jansen's still on the IL, I think. Um, well, Matzik's back now, um, but I don't think he's been closing. Very, very ex- exciting radio as I find this out. Welcome to the Apato figures it out segment. <laughs> Figure it out was da, the show. Da, 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 um, well, the uh, so roster resource has AJ Minter and Will Smith both both listed as okay, closer. That might be Will Smith. Yeah, and I know that. I mean, they have Matzik's back now. He's one of their like chief setup guys. Obviously, Colin McHugh's one of their chief setup oh, guys. I like him so much. Why does he have to? I know. Why didn't the Mets team? sign him? Must would have been cool. I mean, um, they, they have a great bullpen. They do. They have a very good bullpen. They were worked last night. I don't I don't know who was in. I just know that it was quite a few extra innings. Yeah, but the Mets don't have Diaz. Oh, um, probably yeah. not. He only Prob- threw seven pitches. I was going to say he only yeah. threw seven pitches. So there's a small chance, but hopefully maybe the Mets will make it a moot point. And yeah, just score a billion have, runs. Let's have Luis Guillerme hit a dinger right here okay, very cool. make it out of a safe situation well we have some more balls running around here so yeah i just, just want to say the word balls too much i'm, <laughs> I, I'm a child much episode. i'm a child um but one thing i did want to mention about the past week week's worth of games other than the fact that the offense has been like very feast or famine lately um, is that uh, obviously on Saturday, the Mets retired Keith Hernandez's number um, and that the ceremony was wonderful. I thought um, just like really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, they always do a good job with those. Yeah, they're very good at that. Um, and I cried a lot watching the video. It was like a really nice video. Um, and the whole his, idea behind great. it was really nice. It yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, it was really lovely. Um, that was that was long overdue. We've talked about number retirements on this show in the past. And in my opinion, Keith Hernandez was other than David Wright, the most obvious yeah. number retirement that they haven't done already um, and was absolutely long overdue. Um, so it was nice that they did that. And then, of course, they they followed that up with winning the game in extra innings in extremely dumb 
Mets Marlins fashion. <laughs> such um, a, it was such an anti Keith game. It was yeah, such like an anti were awful. It went on so long. Like he wasn't <laughs> even in the booth and I could just hear him sighing yes. through the ether. But it was also I, like an 86 style game. It was like Mookie in reverse. But well, he, kind of. But he did not watch it live. Uh, it, like in in person he saw it again as he did in 86 on television yeah. <laughs> which, I, which i thought was hilarious yeah and, and there was the fun fact at the last time that the mets won a game in extra innings with two outs on a walk-off error was game six 1986. <laughs> i mean that's spooky <laughs> that parallel yeah. is pretty freaking funny and cool and i and mean spooky like maggie's <laughs> yeah spooky. and spooky Um, I mean, Keith talked about the current team and how, you know, it like he enjoys watching them play. Um, so that was like a really cool thing that he said during his speech. And I think that the guys appreciated that. Um, And also they were all lined up like walking to walk him off the field, which I thought was a really cool thing. I think Buck Showalter told them to do that. Not that yeah. they were like reluctant or anything. I don't think. But Buck but was like, like, get up there. I think, I think that that was, that was very much a Buck Showalter thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it was it was good. I don't know what just happened. It was all bad, though. Well, here's something that's not bad, Lynn. J.D. Davis just got a hit. No, he didn't. Spoiler alert. No, spoiler alert. He did not get a hit. What? Then what's in play? No out. Is this they're trying to, to determine how many outs he made? <laughs> no, they're not. Wow. That that's a play I haven't seen before. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I'm just on game day right now. But it says no outs. So Robinson is- Cano is smiling, which can't really be a good sign right now. Robinson Cano is batting ninth for the Braves tonight. Um, the Braves just brought him up and it's a troll move and I respect yeah, classic it. Classic troll move. I will get, I'll, I'll even actually give them credit for that. I respect them for uh, yeah. immense, immense respect for the troll. It. And he's already gotten a hit, obviously. Of course. Um, I think the only hit still. No, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't count as a jinx of a one hitter. <laughs> I know, yeah. but oh my God, I don't want, okay. Okay. Oh, See, so, there this, it is. so this just lied. It literally says in play, no out on this right now. Well, that was a lie. Game day, get your shit together. Game and you day know what? Like, just, we don't even know what's going on with the mess. I'm right just going to take a picture of this just so you guys know I'm not crazy. No, I believe. I mean, I, I'm watching game day too. And it did say in play, no out, but clearly it did not know what was going on. Oh, I was well. so excited to for Lynn on <laughs> well, this one. And it lied. Yeah. Um, and it lied. Other reasons why it is pretty crucial for the Mets to win this game and do, and do well in this series is that you know they don't they don't have some of their best players. Obviously, they've been without Jake Degrom a long time, but uh, some other guys are hurt now. Um, even though Max Scherzer is now back and currently pitching in this game, hooray! Uh, they don't have James McCann, who's back on the injured list again with an oblique strain this time. Um, he, he was part along with Luis Guillorme. He was part of a crucial play in that game on Saturday where, you know, he, Jesus Sanchez was coming home with the tying run and Luis Guillorme made an excellent relay throw to James McCann who reached kind of like back across his body in order to make the tag. Um, and, you know, he made the play, but uh, it cost him that. It was the whole thing. I mean, I'm 37. Shit. I know exactly that move. <laughs> That yeah, like, like you twist your body around, around. done before, but your back is like, nope, nope. You twist your body around and your side is just like, ow, 
while <laughs> I once sneezed while I was talking to the kids in the backseat and I still haven't fully recovered. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Um, so what happened to like Marte? Like, well, it, I don't know how he got hurt. Um, he, like, unclear. It was between innings that he came out of the game. Yeah, but yeah. Um, would strike out. And then like he was never in a play or anything before that. Like he played multiple innings after he batted. Everybody, I think everybody thought at first that he had the runs. Does not work? Is it a COVID thing? Unclear. Whatever it was. I will continue to bang the gong for Wilson Contreras. Get him over here. The Cubs are garbage. We need a catcher. He's going to cost. I I was going to say, at what cost? I mean, I mean, if it stops the Alvarez chatter right now, because I'm excited for Alvarez. Don't get me wrong. I'm so excited for him, but not now. not now and it's really like there's a starting to be like a a worrisome clamor for him oh there is now it cans out long term that's absolutely going to be the narrative now right of course and it's because like you know i as as much as i enjoy mazika magic patrick mazika is not a major league player no and so and this is the nito's not a starter and (laughs) i mean he yeah nito's a perfectly good backup but having him as the everyday catcher, I mean, I think that if the rest of the lineup is doing its job, having Tomas Nito as the everyday catcher is not that big of a deal. But the problem is, is that Patrick Mazika has to catch sometimes and he's not a major mm. league player. And the Mets cannot yeah. afford if they are unwilling to promote Francisco Alvarez, which it seems like they are, regardless of whether you agree with that or disagree with that. That's a different mm. topic of debate. But the Mets, mm. the Mets seem unwilling to bring him up. Therefore, they need a better solution. Yeah. Right now. They yeah. do. Yes. And Wilson Contreras will be that, but he's going to cost. And I, and the Cubs know the Mets are desperate, <laughs> yeah. which is not a good position to be in when you are trying to make trade. Yep. But it is what it is that they, they should trade for Wilson Contreras because they need another bat anyway. Um, as, as we alluded to, Starling Marte is also not playing currently, but unlike James McCann, he has avoided the injured list, it seems. It seems like Starling Marte has dodged the injured list like the Matrix all year. <laughs> um, it's like he'll constantly like tweak a little muscle like every few weeks and it'll be like, oh no! And then it'll be like, oh, but he's not on the injured list. He'll just sit for three days. Wait, which Darno up. So who's the one that's going to hit like the back-breaking home run? Darno or Cano? Oh, stop! Don't I am going to drive up to your home and steal your cat. No, I was going to say, I'll hold a Maddie to like, we'll hold you off. No, I, I will. Maddie will not hold me off. I will just play some classical music for her and take her with me. <laughs> like, Linda's no, not yeah, allowed to watch the game during the recording anymore. At the risk of uttering famous last words here. Yes, I, do it. I do not think... Now, listen, this is not me saying that Robinson Cano is not going to get a big hit in this series, because believe me, I'm expecting it. But I do not think he's capable of like a home run, really, right? now. <laughs> like, I, is I he just, capable of, you know, dribbling one to the I, right side with two men on? And I is he capable his, of hitting a ball that the Mets field can, so badly can, can, it becomes an inside the park home run? Can yes! I just, yeah. can I just say his WRC plus right now? Just guess without looking at fan graphs what it is. I read it in the negative. Uh, minus uh, 29. It's it's eight, eight. It is eight. 
Okay. That's better than I thought. Good for him. <laughs> He's in the plus side. He is on him. the plus side. I mean, he was, hitting, he, he was hitting 333 at AAA. Like it's not but like it's the, it's the, but it's the Pacific coast league. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was of course. And wasn't his OPS with that 333, like 700? Yeah, it was, yeah, something it was like bad. That. It's all singles. It's all singles. So point being, Travis Darno is going to be the one that hit the breaking <laughs> homer. Well, I, I just want to say, a very easy question to answer, actually. I just want to say, Game Day lied to me again and said that Travis got a hit. And no, he, he did, did not. not. He lied out. out. I screenshotted that, too, because this is going to be a running theme tonight, I think. Uh, it was definitely a, like, hold your breath line out. It was. It was. Yeah. But like game day guys gotta gotta cool it with whatever he's working Maybe on. Game that day's here. a Mets fan and just panicking. <laughs> <laughs> just got no I, idea. Like, I, I like kind it. of love that image of just a Mets fan like like sitting in the control room of game day and being like hit. <laughs> <laughs> like he's too busy freaking out to update game day. <laughs> on deck, not this guy again in the hole. Oh Christ, that one. <laughs> Like, oh, freeze shit, out. guys, no. freeze out, freeze out, freeze out. Yeah, out of the game, freeze it's, out of the game. It yeah. makes me think of um, it makes me think of the opening credits of Monty Python where it's like the person responsible for the <laughs> game day captions has, has been sacked. sacked. <laughs> the person who replaced the person who's person been doing the game day captions been sacked. has been sacked. <laughs> And these credits have been done at a, an extremely rapid, I don't remember the actual thing. But then it's that like, oh my god, that crazy colorful one. That the crazy close, colorful one. My favorite. My favorite. Because it's so. Rare. My favorite my one is the so like much. Swedish one with all the like the moose in it. Um. Anyway, all oh, the moose. Yeah, the moose. Um. But so the <laughs> the Mets are without um James McCann and uh for a long time and Starling Marte for a little bit and also Jeff McNeil for a little bit because Jeff for McNeil, the best reason though of course yeah, of course okay. Jeff McNeil's on the paternity list which is great and awesome um and Yay. we love that um but it's not good for the Mets lineup at this time against the Braves which you know it's fine it's fine they will survive but uh. The well, bottom of the order right now is currently, you know, Tomas Nito and Travis Jankowski and Luis Guillorme. It's just like, although Travis Jankowski has looked legit on multiple at bats, not that one, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, saw Guillorme. Travis Jankowski Although browns out at bats. Guillorme has been good too. Today. Yeah, Guillorme has been good too. Um, so, you know, but they, they will, you know, getting those guys back will make a big difference. Um, and, you know, hopefully the Mets can still, um, can still pull out some victories in this brave series. They should start by winning tonight when they have Scherzer on the mound. Yes. Um, and freed out of the game early. Good yes. stuff. Um, but the other big kind of story this week in Mets land and in all of baseball is that also our rosters were announced yesterday. The Mets have four representatives, none of whom were voted in as starters, but were named either as, you know, replacements or named by the commissioner or, you know, the pitchers always get picked. Um, not by the not by the people of America. Um, so we've got Edwin Diaz, uh, Pete Alonzo, Jeff McNeil, and Starley Marte are the Mets All Star representatives. All and very it's really deserving. hard to argue with any of those four. Yes. yes, great, great, solid players. Very happy to have them repping the Mets. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. fun to watch. Fun to watch, and arguably there should be more. Yeah, all of them have been great this season. I mean, we'll we'll get into each of them a little more, I think, um, at least a few of them. But I mean, Edwin Diaz was obviously, you know, a no brainer. Um, and then you've got Pete Alonso, who 
if it wasn't for the fact that Paul Goldschmidt is probably going to win the NL MVP, like Pete Alonso would be the starting first baseman. And um, Jeff McNeil is hitting, you know, 311 uh, this year with like an 800 OPS. Um, and Jazz Chisholm uh, is the other second baseman who got voted in deservedly so because Jazz Chisholm is great. Um, but Jeff McNeil is like far and away the next, you know, the next best choice after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got Starling Marte, who's having a fantastic season, playing like every facet of the game well, fielding well, hitting well, you know, not stealing bases at quite the clip that he had been um, in his previous elite st- stolen base years, but still always a stolen base threat. Um, so just, uh, you know, a great a great representation for the Mets for once instead of uh, every year. It's always like, all right, Jacob deGrom and anyone else, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Um it's Daniel nice. Murphy. Yeah. Daniel Murphy. It's nice for the Mets to have like more than their like bare minimum one player. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, you know, it, and it will also be fun to see Pete Alonso defend his home run derby title, uh, for a third straight year. Um, hopefully he will win again. That would be great. Um, already, but he just- already the Alonso Acuna rivalry is starting on MLB.com. We love it. And Jones um, is pitching to him again. Again, so, yeah, which is great. Yes, which is excellent. I thought he wouldn't be able to because I think is he still with the Nationals? I know he's in this. He was in the system at the beginning of the no, season. I don't think he is. Good. <laughs> out of there. Um, I, I, I think Joe just here for Pete Alonso, home run derby king. Yes. I want for like three years from now for them to just officially disqualify him. <laughs> <laughs> I think then he will have won. Like all like finished the home run derby completely. And we can all enjoy that. Yes. This but is I my want first to year. My niece is into baseball. So this is like, she's, she's excited. Pete's into it. This is going to be the first time she watches. That's so very she, cool. This is so, so exciting. Pete has to win now for her. <laughs> she didn't get to see any other wins. He will. Like I, there are a few things. He's just so confident about the home run derby. And his body is well, literally his element. Really. <laughs> his body is built for that. And it's in his element. He's it's, it's a show for him and he loves performing. And that's a good thing. I don't say that in a, in a bad way. It's great. He's ha- he has fun with it. And that's the important thing. Yeah. And doesn't he hit yeah. well at Dodger stadium or am I making that up? I think he hits well everywhere, but I do think, yeah. Um, Dodger stadium is one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just uh, in case you guys didn't see the uh, the full rosters, I mean, I'll link them um, in the show notes. But uh, just a quick review for the for the starting players: we've got Wilson Contreras, no brainer; Paul Goldschmidt, no brainer; Jazz Chisholm at second, no brainer; Manny Machado at third, no brainer; Trey Turner, shortstop; Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Jock Peterson, and Mookie Betts as the outfielders, and Bryce Harper as the DH. Bryce Harper is hurt. And so um, William Contreras will start at DH with uh, Harper sidelined, which is very fun because the Contreras brothers get to play together um, as all-stars, which is very cool. Um, And then we've got Albert Pujols as the legacy selection, and he will uh, participate in the home run derby as well. It was just, which I think is awesome. Yes. Very fun. Um, (laughs) And then, I mean, as much as I like personally, you know, as much as Albert Pujols personally offends me, it's good for baseball. I think. Yeah. Um, it's 
It might be like a sad showing, though. That's that's, see, that's that was maybe you still got it. I don't know. Thought as well. We'll see. The bat speed doesn't need to be there for you to turn on. No, a batting practice pitch. I think someone had tweeted like, "I hope his pitcher is a lefty." Which seems like pretty (laughs) pretty safe, pretty safe bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the reserves in the NL are, uh, Travis Darno, obviously Pete Alonso, as we know, and Jeff McNeil and Starling Marte, but also CJ Cron, Nolan Arenado, Dansby Swanson, Kyle Schwarber, uh, Ian Happ and Juan Soto. So a good group, honestly, I don't think that they, there were many misses here or like huge major snubs given the construction of the, of the roster and the fact yeah. that you have to have one from every, um, every uh team team um oh and i forgot to mention the pitchers the starting pitchers uh sandy alcantara corbin burns joe musgrove max freed tony gonsolin luis castillo clayton kershaw and the relievers are josh Hader, edwin diaz ryan helsley david bednar and joe mantiply mantiply i forget how to pronounce his name but he's had a good year for the time backs um so and there's uh, the whole argument also if like, do you go with Sandy Alcantara or do you go with one of the Dodgers since it's a home game? Yeah. I mean, if you're going with the best player, it's Alcantara. Alcantara. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Go with Alcantara too. But I also feel like if there's a time for doing something just because it's nice, then this is it. It's the that's, I mean, I kind of feel like that's over- what the all-star game is for is for like, oh, wouldn't this thing be nice? Like, cause didn't Scherzer start over Jake one year when it was in Nash at Nationals Park? Yeah, and yeah. I mean Matt Harvey started at City Field. Yeah, yep. so there is. Yeah, Harvey was arguably the best pitcher though that year. There was, I mean, there was. There I was know a Jose, little competition. I, I know there was Jose Fernandez Kershaw again, and Kershaw. And Kershaw. Kershaw was was another, yeah, that was another that monster year. year for him. Yeah. Um, no. but um, we decided uh, as as part of a kind of fun exercise that we would um, each name our personal Mets all-stars. And this doesn't necessarily mean we think that these players are like the best players on the team. It just means like who have been, you know, the Mets like kind of MVPs of the first half. Who do we want to shout as like guys who maybe should have made the all-star team and didn't, or guys that did make the all-star team and why they deserve it. So uh, we decided to each pick, one uh position player and one pitcher for as our personal Mets. Okay, just quick update. Cano popped up to short. It was a week. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Oh, and it actually is accurate in play outs. Yeah. In play outs. Um, and in about 10 seconds, I will be able to confirm that for you. <laughs> up. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> there we go. Lindor um, was on it. <laughs> Lindor was on it. Good. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, Maggie, we'll start with you. Who are your personal all stars? Sure. Well, I wanted to go as on the on the pitching side. I wanted to kind of shout out someone who I think has been um, who's been underappreciated in some ways, but um, really has stepped up when he was called on, and that's David Peterson, who is kind of killing it this season. Um, he's his ERA is about three and a half. Um, he wasn't even necessarily going to be in the rotation when the season started, but he has really held down the fort there all season long so far. And, you know, to the point where at, you know, when, when they do have their full complement of starters, again, your question is like, Oh, what should we do with David Peterson? And not like, okay, good. We can send this guy back down. Like he's really, um, you know, made a case for himself to be a part of this, pitching staff, which was not necessarily going to be the case. Um, so, you know, he's certainly not like their best starter, but I think, um, he is someone that should, should get a little, should get a little love at a time like this. Um, and then on the position player side of things, I picked Brandon Nimmo, who is not having his best year ever, but he is having a really solid year and, you know, still going in there, you know, with the, um, sees um his ops is 785 right now which is like nothing to sneeze at in this current run environment um you know well above league average um and he's his work in center field has never been more apparent all season he looks like he really belongs there and not like he's just sort of faking it and you know he's just he, he drives everybody crazy and that's wonderful to see i love a guy who drives other teams crazy um and he's just doing it you know he's he's got the walks up the the strikeouts are down this year which is great to see like he's just he's really putting it all together um just in time to go get a get a big fancy contract uh which he which he fully deserves so mm-hmm. yeah go brandon Nimmo. yep Ooh, only song on saturday you put it in play you never know what's gonna happen yep mm-hmm. which he did Yep, that's been the Mets mantra all season long, and it has mostly worked for them. And I think it was Dacomo who tweeted, like, he was really, like, busting it, too. So that put the pressure on the, yeah. on the pitcher. So it's like when you yeah. – that hustle also makes a difference. Yep, and you can – and Brandon always runs every single time. Everything. Never <laughs> sleep on him. Yep, and anytime, even if it's a walk. Even if it's a walk. Most famously, if it's a walk. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, which drives Braves fans crazy for some reason. Then I like oh, it everything more. drives Braves fans crazy. Good God, please. Yes. Sorry, I am really sour on Braves fans right now for reasons I will not mention on this podcast. I'll mention a reason, which is that they do the tomahawk chop and it's racist. Yes. Amongst yeah. other things, yes. <laughs> That's a very good reason. Yeah. We yeah. can just That's like an start and reason. end on that it's one like and just reason. like, yep. That's that's, that's all that's all you need that's to all know. that needs to be said. Yep. Yeah. Um, Linda Cervich, who are your personal all-stars? Uh, my, well, th- th- it is kind of cheating, but um, 
from the pitcher side, I got to give it to Edwin Diaz. Because we've mentioned it on the on this podcast before about how everybody was so down on him for so long. And now he's finally, like, he's probably the best closer in my lifetime, like, this, this mm-hmm. season he's having now. Um, like, Familia had one good season. What was it, 2016, I think? 20, yeah, 2015. Right. Yeah, the 50s. Yeah. He was good in 2016, too. Yeah. 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 So he had, a, like, a decent stretch. Um, and <laughs> I just could never get behind Benitez. He was too scary. But he actually did <laughs> have a good season. <laughs> if you look at his numbers, he did have a good season once. Um, Franco was always all over. But Wagner was good, but it was never consistent. And like, if Diaz stays, well, he was I'm hurt hoping, so much. Yeah. And like, I'm hoping he can finally be that like closer they've been missing for so long. And I mean, he's just ridiculous. What is he like striking out like 50% of his batters or something? Over 50%. More. Yeah. Like, it's insane. just crazy so a D- I, I feel like diaz is just on another plane of existence yeah. it really is i'm just like oh my god i'm scared i'm gonna hide but in a good way it's, because- it's video game stuff right now it's just it yeah they have no chance when they're up there like you see people play like it's play a cheat code it's like it. you're playing mlb the show like well, it's a testament to how good major league hitters are that they yeah. put they that they get the bat on the ball like mm-hmm. at yeah. all i mean i in my wildest dreams i cannot imagine fouling off a edward diaz pitch i would be Ugh. terrified <laughs> i could do it for a year and i would maybe maybe at the tail end grab one of them but that's I would try to bunt and maybe <laughs> i would just run back into the clubhouse yeah, yeah i would just like I'm, I'm, I'm just i'm just like i'm laying there. down my bat <laughs> i'm just take just take me out i'm not even gonna try like we said, like when during the the no hitter, those were some of the best hitters in the league. Like that, mm-hmm. that's a terrifying middle of the lineup, and none of them had a chance. They went up there with no chance of getting a hit. Like, right, insane of how what what kind of level he's on right now, and he's done it for the whole season. Like I don't, he's only given up one run in this last like seventeen innings or something crazy like that and yeah. I think the one run was when they were up by three so it didn't even matter yeah so like so I'm finally it's nice seeing him finally flourish here and he said he was open to an extension recently so. yes please yes yeah, please bring him back get at on Mets. that at Mets, bring him back <laughs> yeah Give him all the money back up the branch truck um, so, and also I, I'm a little biased because in our amazing Avenue bold predictions before the season, I predicted that he would be the best closer in the league. And I want that to stay true just so I can, you know, pat myself on the back. Yeah. That'd be nice. I mean, yeah. I would pat yourself on the back right now. Personally. Yeah. Like I called it. I never, I never stopped believing in Diaz and everybody who did can go sit in the box of shame right now. <laughs> yeah. Put the cone of shame on all yeah. of you. Yes. <laughs> This podcast has always been a pro Edwin Diaz podcast. Yeah. So, you know, if you ever booed Edwin Diaz, you don't get to celebrate him now. Those are the (laughs) words. Um, So that's my pitch on the pitcher side. Um, And then on the hitter side, it pains me that I can't say J.D. Davis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You cannot say J.D. You absolutely can't. This is. There's no way I can spin that one. (laughs) He's just had it rough. He had a grand slam. (laughs) 
that was he, he did, did have one re- really good day the other day and he had one and like- I, I wish he turned the corner on that one but it, it seems like it's a flash in the pan right now this year Wait, oh, we'll so see. moving on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my hitter is Mark Canna. My dude. Yes, Maggie's dude. I'm stealing him from Maggie. Um, but <laughs> Here, he, there's enough Mark Canna to go around. Yeah, but we can all enjoy the Mark Canna. Um, he kind of reminds me, like, the at-bats he takes, he kind of reminds me of John Olroot a little bit. Um, cause he, he, he's never out of an at-bat. And he, he'll battle you and... And he's, but I mean, the power hasn't been there totally. Um, I think what he has like four or five home runs. Yeah, not that many. Um, but you know, he he's always you know battling the pitcher. Um, you know, working like I said, working at bats. Um, he'll take the walk if he needs it. Um, and he's just he's solid in left field. Like he's not anything special, but he'll get it done. And he's just like the one of those, he's not the flashy guy, like like Fonzie or old rude. Like you, Piazza was always the one who got all the headlines, but you need those other guys or you're gonna be successful. So like I think he's been just like a sneaky good pickup for them. Like Very Marte yes. Scherzer will probably get all the all the you know headlines. But you know, he makes them deeper and he's a threat every mm-hmm. time he's up there. Like he doesn't give away at bats, which is when this team has like no bottom half of the lineup, they need to capitalize with the guys at the top. And he definitely helps, helps to do, do that. So way to go, Mark Hanna. And he's just a good dude. Like he's, yeah, I was just for, I was about to say, he's a he's really good dude. And yeah. And like, he's just, he, he, he's just fun and a good, good dish and like, you know, I mean, it's not a qualification that you have to be a good dude, but you know, but it makes nice. a, it, it, it makes a player. It makes rooting for a player that much more fun. It does. It does. So, um, and is he here for longer, or is this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, it's got another year after this, right? At least one, I think. I think one. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like there's an option. I could be wrong. I'm probably I think it wrong. Might be, I thought next year was the option. Let me see. I'm going to go peak. They signed him to a two-year deal, but I think... Is there the... Oh, then the team option. That's yep. nice. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. All right. Love that. Thank you for joining us for Apato Googles yeah. It. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, two-year contract with a um, 2024 club option. Oh, wait. That's, that's just him. Yay, he got a hit. <laughs> As we speak. See, he knew. We he heard Linda Mark. talking about him. See, I can't trust Gandy right now. Hold on. I, I don't know. I don't know who to believe. I'm sitting here and I see a one-to-one, uh, one-one count. And oh, wait, he got a in hit. play, no out. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't trust when game day says no, you play, can't. no out. I'm not going to trust it right now. <laughs> not going to trust it. Um, Kellyanne, who are your personal all-stars? So for pitchers, I want to say I had a tough time um, just because I love Tyler McGill, but I had to, but he's injured. So I also loved what Taiwan Walker did has been doing this year. He's been such a consistent pitcher. So he is my all-star personal pick. And he Taiwan could very easily be a real all-star. He, yes. I, and I yeah. personally, very I think deserving. he was snubbed a I little bit. Too. 
Um, a little I, bit think, of a I, I was, I think he's going to make the roster eventually once we find out who's not going to go and, and whatnot. Um, but he's been other than, I think he had one bad game, like a really bad game in may. He's been such a consistent pitcher and honestly, given shirts has been out Degrom's been out. McGill's been out. The starting rotation has been in kind of a crazy flux. Um, and like David Peterson, Taiwan Walker, um, has for me done a little better than expected. Maybe that's just me. Um, but well, he's, he's got forgotten about, I yeah, think. that's the whole yeah. thing. He's easily forgotten in amongst the big names. I mean, shirts are again, and DeGrom and you had well, Miguel with a no combined, no what, hitter. So he's kind of doing what Stroman did last year, which yes. is just yeah. while every, while, you know, while the best pitchers in the world are going up and down around him, he just like went out there every five days, thing. stayed healthy yeah. through good pitches. And yep. that's just what the Mets needed. And mm-hmm. they, and I was like, so far Walker's, done even better than Stroman did last year. So yep. and he basically yeah. has had the exact same first half he had last year, which yeah. he did make which is great. Team last yeah. year. Hopefully that holds over in the second half. Crossing fingers. Yeah, that's what um, we really need. But he's he's been absolutely wonderful and a joy to watch and had and pitched a gem yesterday that unfortunately the Mets pooped away. Yeah. Of course. Well. Well, what we're not going to talk about that, but when you can match Sandy Alcantara, I mean, that's just, that's, he was awesome. He was awesome. Um, so that's my pitcher and my position player is, I don't know if this would count as cheating, but it is Starling Marte. Um, He's just been wonderful in the two spot this year. His defense is like not the greatest, but I mean, who cares about defense right now? Because he's been honestly great well, on his offense. His arm has been really good. Though. His arm's yes. really good. I'm kind of just like staring at fan graphs and, and maybe fan graphs is lying to me a little bit with his defense because it has his defense like. Yeah, ignore the. Yeah. Ignore partial season. Yeah. Defensive. Go with the eye test, Kellyanne. What is your eye I test? I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go with eye test on this one because he's to me, he's been a fine defender like. Not well, great. It's his first season in right field consistently. That's it a big is. change. And that is a big change. Um, but anyway, forget about defense. It's the offense. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. He's got a great Woba. He's got a great OPS. He's got a great WRC plus. His even just the surface stats, his BA is great. I just said BA instead of batting average. Oh my god, I'm so tired right now, you guys. But anyway, Starling Marcus bat is really off the charts. It, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, he's just great. And he, I'm so glad that he got the all-star nod. It's well-deserved. And I hope he comes back very, very quickly from this groin minor, whatever this is, um, because he's very much missed right now over these past couple of days. They need him in that lineup. They need him in the lineup for sure. Um, so my uh, personal all-stars, I'll make the pitcher quick because I have the same one as Linda, which is that my pitcher is Edwin Diaz, um, which I know is very much a cliche. And he is the sole pitching representative for the Mets, but I can't help it. He's just been so freaking good. And like, where would the Mets be without him? They would be nowhere near where they are right now. He's been like 
literally the only reliable presence in the bullpen the entire season. Like there have been other guys who have been good for periods of time, but Edwin Diaz is the only one who's been good the whole season in the bullpen, like period. And not just good elite. 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 Even when he's not, even when it's not a safe situation now. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you can't pitch when it's not a safe situation. This year has been good in all situations. Which, oh my God, is so like wonderful. So can we send enough with the Cano trade? Can we put that to rest, please? You mean the Edwin Diaz trade? Yeah, right? Not if not if Cano hits the big home run against oh. the Mets. Linda. I'm putting this out into the universe. Oh. Linda, um, you're done. You're out of here. I didn't say it this time. <laughs> um, ejected. Get out of here. But to kind of expand upon upon what Linda was saying about how Diaz has been open to an extension. Um, that was a story this week. Um, and I'm just like, yes, back up the truck. Like Linda said, pour, uh, give him a blank check, give him whatever he wants. And I think we've talked about this on the show before where the Mets are kind of in this weird position where they aren't very good at developing relievers, but they don't believe in paying relievers lots of money. And so it's like that leaves them with like this, like weird in between where they end up like, you know, not building all that good of a bullpen often. Um, but I think you got to make an exception for Edwin Diaz because other than like maybe Josh Hader, there is not a single closer in the league that I would take over Edwin Diaz right now, as far as like who you trust in high leverage situations, it's Edwin Diaz. He's the best reliever in the league, like period. That's so good for him. Like he never, like he struggled obviously when he first came over, but he never let his frustration show. He never got too down on himself. And like, and you know we was we was treated hostile. There was a hostile crowd from the beginning because they were yeah. so mad about the trade. But he never took it out on the fans. And now this year, it seems like he's just happier and so the fact much that now happier. He's yeah. Open to the extension after how he was treated here really speaks volumes about him. Yes. And he said that like he said that he he's really happy that he can finally like give them, give the fans like a reason to be like, he was like, I'm, I'm proving that this is the all-star you traded for. And he's right. No, now we love him even more. I know it's great. He's great. I mean, I also just want to say since he brought narco back, he was doing a lot better last yep. year too. Just saying. I did a whole article on that. You can look it up. Yeah. Yes. I did the research people. <laughs> Linda proved it with science. I did. <laughs> Um, but, um, my, so my position player, um, all-star is Francisco Lindor, um, who I think not, I wouldn't say he was snubbed because the two guys, the two shortstops that made it for the national league are Trey Turner and Dansby Swanson. And those are probably the only two shortstops in the national league that have been better than Lindor this year. Um, and so I'm not saying that like they don't deserve it and Lindor deserves it instead. But I just like, you know, he's, he's been almost just as good as those guys. And like, I I'm sad, like an unbelievable run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm just sad that Lindor missed out on the all-star game. It wasn't necessarily snub or an injustice, but I'm sad about it. And Lindor has been fantastic this year. Um, he's, you know, he's still whatever it is like eighth or something in, in the league in RBIs, like, it's it like he's not that far behind the top RBI leaders. Like Pete Alonso has 70 and Lindor has 60. 
um, which I think is just one less than Trey Turner has, who's the one who made the all-star team. Um, I think combined, they're like one of the highest in the league. Uh-huh. Yeah, they they uh, they're oh. the only pair of teammates to uh, have. Kelly, don't look, don't look, turn it, turn it. They're the only pair of teammates to have uh, 60 RBIs each Alonzo and Lindor before the all star break right now in baseball. And Lindor's Lindor is oh! so badly served by the offensive environment. Yeah, no, I saw that one coming. That's I told you to turn it. <laughs> Um, sorry, I just I let like out this very last really... scream. I'm sorry if I blow out anybody's ears on that. Austin Riley hit all mine. Um, it's it's really easy to kind of like, you know, shrug at his raw numbers, but like, you know, his WRC plus is 112, which means that he's like 12 percent better than average. Mm-hmm. And with um, his and that's defense, everybody, not just and I was elite defending say, shortstops. I was gonna say, and I like. I don't mean I do care about the offense, but I don't care about the offense just because it is such a joy to watch him defensively after having so many years of like a black hole and being concerned that the middle infield couldn't even complete a double play. Yep. Yeah. He just does it all. I'm not here for the takes because Jimenez made the all-star team. I'm happy that Jimenez I'm happy made the all-star him. team. Yeah, I, mean, I am I too, was... but Mets Twitter is going to turn it into something it doesn't need to turn into. They absolutely will. <laughs> but I, mean, I don't I care. Wa- I mean, I wish I wish Gimme was still on the team. I call them Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Gimme, Gimme, Gimme a man after midnight. Okay. Anyway, um, but I was, I was very like wary when they traded both shortstops and i'm i mean i'm i'm so happy we have lindor um but i i do miss jimenez and i'm very glad he's doing well i'm happy that he made the all-star team and i'm glad he's not in the nl east doing this because then i would really be not happy well then we'd never hear the end of it god yeah yeah um so the other um, the other storyline having to do with the All-Star game um, that we want to talk about this week is that um, the Dodger stadium workers um, have voted to authorize a strike ahead of the All-Star game, um, which good for them. <laughs> um, and like, just want to read specifically their concession workers, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. The concessions, the um, the food and beverage stands. Uh um, operated by concessions, giant compass group and levy restaurants. Uh, those are the two specific groups. Um, and so they're trying to negotiate a new, a new union contract. Um, and you know, stadium workers are not treated very well. (laughs) They don't get paid very well. They obviously got, we talked about this during, during the pandemic, they got massively screwed by the pandemic, um, and by the like non-baseball season, um, and like, they should, they should strike to get what's theirs. Absolutely. hundred percent support it. And the uh, MLB players association has come out on their side as they should. I mean, yeah. that's a big part of what makes unions powerful is their willingness to back each other up. So hopefully that, um, indication will give, give the Dodgers the little nudge they need to just like take care of this. Yeah, like please, you have the biggest payroll. 
yeah. <laughs> in baseball, like you can, you can just simply pay your, pay your workers fairly. Mm-hmm. And it's like clearly difficult. you need them. You can't not have an all-star game yeah. without concession workers. So. Well, I'll, I'll read out the, I'll read the, the players association statement. Cause I, I think it really says it all, which is, um, MLBPA stands in solidarity with Dodger Stadium concessions workers represented by Unite Here Local 11. Like thousands of ballpark workers across the country, Local 11's members are a vital yet underappreciated part of what makes our game great. They deserve to be treated fairly and will continue to have the 1,200 members of the MLBPA behind them. Yeah. And like, I don't know, but you want your hot dog and beer at the game, mm-hmm. then maybe treat the people who give them to you good. That's what I would yeah. do. And uh, I want to read the one of the quotes. There are a few different quotes um, from the like, you know, the media release um, about the strike from the union like leaders. But I want to read this one because I think it's super powerful um, from Sylvia Sosa, who's a bartender um, for Compass Group. She she said the Dodgers are my life. I even took my engagement pictures at Dodger Stadium. I proudly served Dodger dogs and beers for many years. And I want our company Compass to recognize our worth and raise standards for all of its stadium workers. So like this is someone like these people deeply care about, you know, the team and the work um, and they're just asking to be paid fairly. So you know, yeah. get it together, Compass <laughs> and, and the Dodgers. And, you know, this should not be that hard of an ask. And it's- we look forward to then letting you guys know at the next podcast that all has worked out well. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, and then it's also, I was there at the game on Saturday, obviously fun all-star game, but it was a sold out crowd. It's the second largest crowd of the year. And those guys hustle. It's a hard job. Mm. They're on their feet all day. They're dealing with drunken idiots all day in the heat. So come on. And a lot of they've been working short staffed. I know when I went a couple weeks ago, they were very short staffed. Yeah, probably because of COVID. Yeah, that's still a thing. Like, give them a break. Come compensate them fairly for their time. Yes. So hopefully that will work out um, and they will negotiate a fair deal. Um, So we'll see on that. We'll keep you all updated. Um, But in the meantime, we will end the show this week like we always do with walk-off wins where each of us talks about something that is making us happy this week, baseball-related or otherwise. Linda Surovich, what is your walk-off win for this week? Oh, perfect transition saying I was there Saturday. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I'm sorry, Allison. I know you really wanted to go. I know, I know. But it really was uh, a really nice day. And I really thought Keith was going to cry, but he held it together for his speech. It seemed like he was more emotional beforehand. But also what I think got everybody too is when Piazza said, I think number eight is here looking down on us. Yeah. I I thought that was really sweet. And um, poor Tim Tuffle too, after they introduced Mookie, it's like, you can't follow Mookie. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I was like, poor Tim, like, Oh, he was there too. (laughs) So yeah, we all went crazy for Mookie and, uh, and you know who also got a really loud cheer buck show, Walter? <laughs> he sure did. did. I, yeah, I was going to say, we heard, I heard it on TV. That's yeah. for sure. He got like the second loudest cheer behind Mookie and maybe Piazza. <laughs> but um, so the game was, it was good. Um, and like we said, it was just, it, it was like shades of 86 of how they went. Like, it was just like 
but of course it had to be a stupid Mets Marlins game on top Ugh, of everything. Incredibly dumb. Yeah. yeah. So like in the future, can they please stop planning these things against the Marlins? Pick any other team for God's sake. Somebody <gasps> just hit the Marlins are just yes. cursed, man. Gilly? Did Luis Guillorme oh just hit God, a home Maggie run? Hey, 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 hold on. There's nothing happening. I know he's facing O'Day with an 0 and 1 count. What you- <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa, look yes. at that. <laughs> I mean, no, oh you know God. what? I, fe- I felt that it was in him tonight. I was like, he's going to get a home run at some point. In this oh, game. man. You know who is the happiest person on the planet for oh. Luis Guillorme is Max Scherzer. Yes. yes. I was about to say Papa Guillorme. Like like eight different <laughs> curse too. words, and his eyeballs almost fell out of his skull. <laughs> I love Max Scherzer. <laughs> Oh, You'll be nice back to back home runs right now. It would be nice. Although, as Jankowski walks up to the plate, did Jankowski just make a goof? No, okay. No, isn't it JD at the plate? Or is yeah, it it's JD. Just, yeah. It's JD at the plate. Okay. Yeah, it, was just, right now. it was Travis moving across the, the screen. Anyway. <laughs> My well, if Sorry. JD had walked off, they Sorry for this JD erasure. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, Maggie. I mean, it's bad enough he's schlumping so I hard. I know. And now you want him off the team. I'm offended. <laughs> oh. But if he had walked off the game when I was there, because Pete struck out, I think, in the bottom of the ninth, and then JD was up after him, I was like, I will be arrested if JD is away. <laughs> <laughs> Window's going to so go like, shrieking so- on the field. <laughs> So like it's probably for the best that he struck out. <laughs> oh, and then man. they won it in oh, stupid goodness. fashion. So it ended up working out for everybody. Yep. Yep. <sighs> just the silliest game. But I'm glad I did not get arrested at City. For for Keith, they did only bad fundies. <laughs> only bad fundies. In honor. in honor. In honor of Keith or in dishonor of Keith. But I was a little upset because where my seats were, I was underneath where the retired numbers were. So I couldn't see them like pull the, the little thing. Oh, down. oh I that is watch sad. it on the screen. So that was kind of a bummer, but that's other okay. than that, it was, and it was a beautiful, beautiful night too. It was like the perfect, perfect day for a ball game. It wasn't too hot. It was, you know, there was a nice, there breeze. was no, I was going to say there was no humidity, right? No, there was no humidity. Wow. Um, Chef's kiss on that one. Yeah, and then so then as we were leaving, like everybody was chanting, like Keith Hernandez, let's go Mets. And then all of a sudden, Yankees suck broke out. I'm like, no, they yeah. don't suck. Can we? It, it, always, they, it always pops in every now and then. Can we not make like this day about the Yankees? Yankees. Like, just yeah. sh- hate the Yankees suck chance. I hate it. It's yeah, so annoying. No point to it. I was like, why? 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 And then then it, that evolved into fuck the Braves. I will. I will accept the Yankees suck chant in one situation and one situation only when the Mets and the Boston Red Sox are playing each other. Oh yeah. That's always fun. That's That's always always fun. I get Yeah. That was good. I liked that. But just random, like when the Yankees are not involved, just like randomly at a Mets game, like, can we not like the 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 Yankees are not involved? I was just living my life going about my day. And all of a sudden it's the Yankees. Like, no, that's not, I didn't sign up for that. No, I definitely on such a nice Mets day. I prefer yeah. not to think about them at all. So no. I was like, we just had a big win. It was a nice day. And now you're bringing the Yankees into it. Why? Don't do that. In the future, I don't care how many beers you've had. 
Well, you know what? Let's bat them out of this podcast and talk more about Keith, who's fabulous. Okay. Yeah, and it was nice. Like then he got in like the little like golf cart and they drove him around the stadium. So it was cute. It was like, really, really cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. It was such we were all we were field level, but like we were in row 30, so we were kind of far back, but it was still nice. I'm like, maybe he saw me waving. <laughs> like there's a chance he saw me. <laughs> and he did. He he looked like he was just over the moon. Uh he was like beaming the entire time and it was nice you know seeing Gary and Ron and and uh I think it meant a lot to them too because they all are really close and um so I think they are one of the longest tenured boots now yeah yeah so it, it was just they're was, getting close to 20 years yeah I think they said what 16 yeah because I I believe it was 2005 or 6 they started right yeah, I think so. So yeah, I think they said it was around 16. Um, but the Mets always do such a good job with those things. They so. are very good at that. Cere- yeah. The ceremonies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just just as a small tidbit that I still love seeing every time I still am a little I shouldn't be floored by it, but I am is Steve Cohen wearing a Mets cap whenever when whenever these events are happening fred and jeff wilpon never did this i can never i never like recall them even seeing them in a met's hat and then he i could be wrong but too. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then he was cheered <laughs> instead of booed oh and of course mr matt had his mustache on which yes was also a nice touch so i mean and even Pete's like mustache also very nice yes yeah and they were playing 80s music throughout the game. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I didn't know that part. Oh, it was awesome. Nope. Oh, I was, it was, I was in my element. It was awesome. I like that's to imagine cool. they were all doing bumps in the locker room just to get <laughs> the vibe. Probably why the fundies were so bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Pete also had Everyone's the on greenies. stirrups. It was, Pete went stirrups, too. Yes, he did. Yes, loved the stirrups. The look was great. Yeah. So yeah, Pete hitting the home run, Lindor hitting the home run. Like it was all just. And then the the I think it was Aguilar that hit the home run, and yeah, then, the game tying homer that was Aguilar. Yeah. Yeah. So then every like the person caught it, and then everybody's like, eh, throw back, throw back, and the person didn't. So I was like, you know what? I applaud that decision. How often do you get to catch a home run ball? Who cares who hit it? Yeah. Yeah, you keep yeah. that ball. I support you. So if you're listening right now, I'm I'm glad you kept that ball. To bow to peer pressure of every, and then everybody started booing. I was like, no, leave the poor guy alone. I'd keep the ball. I'd keep it too. Yeah, unless it was like a truly someone I like truly hated. Like I have no hate for Jesus Aguilar, so I'm gonna no, keep that ball. He's just a dude. He's like, very ni- he's very nice and fun. My kids definitely would not give a shit who hit the home run ball that I brought home from the stadium. Right. Yeah. Of course, it's a home run ball. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, stop booing I mean, people for keeping home run balls. And then a the foul ball got hit near me. It was literally like right there, like in the like section over. And a guy caught it and he gave it to the little kid sitting in front of him and the kid started to cry. That's so Aww. cute. And he had these glasses. He was so cute. I was like, oh, that was my like heartwarming moment of the day. So it was <laughs> like the perfect day at the ballpark, except for when I thought they were going to lose in the bottom of the 10th and I'm so aggravated. Nito was up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> um, and then so my second one Good day, Keith Hernandez. Totally deserves it, Keith. I hope you enjoyed your day too. Um, well, my second walk off win 
is, well, the day before, Liz Calloway, who plays Anastasia in the movie, or she was the singing voice for Anastasia in the movie, um, she tweeted she was singing the national anthem. I'm like, no, I'm going to miss you by one day. So then, like, we were tweeting back and forth to each other, and then she followed me. That's very exciting. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. That's man. the How best. Times I've sung, like, Once Upon a Dream off-key. Like, that was my childhood. Like, I love, like... Like, 12-year-old me is probably, like, insane right now because, like, the person from one of my favorite movies from my childhood is now, like, following me on Twitter. Like, this is, like, my mind can't comprehend this. Like, this is the world we live in now where that's possible. She's the um, best. She is, and yes. she's such a big Mets fan. She loves Huge Mets. Yes. Yes. So she's always tweeting it about the Mets. She tweets at Howie Rose a lot. <laughs> 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 loves Howie. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, I just, I love her. And I'm dying that she followed me on Twitter. <laughs> because I did see her at Thor Bobblehead Day. She sang the national anthem. Yes. I yes, was there for did. that. I yes. was there for that as well. She was very close. I was like, I was sitting in the, uh, oh my God, not, not, I was like, I think like 16 rows back behind home plate. Oh, I had freaking great seats that day. And she was in my line of sight, not many feet away. It was wonderful. Well, I was down the right field line and they're like, oh, here to sing the national anthem. Like, I think they even mentioned like she plays Anastasia and like Liz mm-hmm. Calloway. And I started like screaming. I was like, oh, like nobody else around me cared. <laughs> be perfectly honest, I don't know who she is, but she sounds great. <gasps> I'm so happy. You've never seen Anastasia? You've never seen Anastasia or the Swan Princess? I think I saw it when I was like 10. Yes. Please. Okay. Okay, we need a watch party. We do. Dimitri is the best. I love <sighs> Dimitri. Yeah, and Dimitri. The cast is amazing. Yes. Yes. Oh, I mean, God, it's, yes. It's not historically accurate. What oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Just divorce it from any sort of reality. That's not what Disney movies are for. That, it's not a Disney. It's a. It's no, a it is a Disney. Well, it technically is a Disney. It movie technically now. is a Disney now, but at the time yeah. when it came out, at the time it when it came out, it was not. Yeah. So you just have to take it for being a movie, but not be, like if it was just a Disney princess instead of like historical events. You have to ignore everything else. <laughs> Unless you want to research Russian history. And oh the my Russian God. Revolution. I, I, I watched a movie like one night not too long ago. And then I fell down a rabbit hole. I shouldn't have done that before bedtime. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. This is walk off wins. We're not talking about. No, we're not. Rasputin <laughs> right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> no Rasputin on walk off wins. Um, but in the dark of the night. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh god oh. it is really good it is really good the be- um, one of the best soundtracks for a disney movie ever ever yeah um maggie i know that your walk-off win is also mets related so i don't you yes it is relevant um my walk-off win is just the existence of max scherzer on this baseball team <laughs> yes um, yes <laughs> preach it boy, i mean you you know the team did a really good job of holding it together in his absence but having him back is just, it's just such a great feeling. And he has, um, you know, he's, he's made his mark. It just, you know, the two stars that he's had and grand, I am aware that he lost his first one, but like, um, he just looks fantastic. Like he never missed a beat. He looks fully healthy 
and just having him around like just now you know cheering for Luis Guillaume like you know his life depended on it it's just a really wonderful thing about him and and he's his vibes are just like off the charts so happy to have him here on the Mets it felt like a very long time that we didn't have him and now he's back so yeah yeah and just the way all I have to say about Max Scherzer he brings that swagger back too yeah and the way that the other pitchers learn from him too like Chris Bassett Mm -hmm. even said and obviously Chris Bassett's also a veteran and Chris Bassett said like I don't think I've ever learned more about pitching than I've learned this year um because of and that's a big part of it is Max Scherzer being on this team Although it was weird, like my when I was at the Keith Hernandez game, my Facebook reminded me I was at City Field on that date in 2016, watching the Nationals, and Max Scherzer was on the mound. That's oh crazy, and it was the most awful game you could imagine. <laughs> was it one of Was it one of his no hit games? No, it was no. Max I saw his no hit Logan Verrett. You can. Oh God! Oh, that's rough. Yeah, you can. Logan Brett was good in in Colorado for that one game. Yes, oh I, I mean, it. I really, I actually quite enjoyed Scherzer's no hitter against the Mets since the Mets had already <laughs> clinched at that point. Yeah, it's like it was yes, true. it was blanket giveaway night at the stadium, and it was a really nice blanket oh. that I still use. Um, so that's love it. <laughs> those love are my it. feelings about Max Scherzer's no hitter. Of like, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I think this was I got a blanket night. I think it was Mets Fedora night. But it was it was awful. Brett was awful, and Scherzer was Scherzer. And then we got caught in a bad thunderstorm right as the game ended, so we had to uh-huh. run to the car. It was awful. I think Murphy had two home runs, but all is forgiven, Max. We love you now. Yes, <laughs> love to watch Max Scherzer when he's on your team, and not when he's on the other team. Yes, Hooray, yes, Max makes Scherzer. a difference. <laughs> makes a big difference. Um, Kellyanne Healy, what is your walk off win for this week? Um, I have my, I'm going to keep mine short. Um, I have a patron at my library who is teaching me Canada, which is an Indian language that has, I found out today, 49 letters and I am panicking. I was like, no, just teach me because it it's broken down into three levels. There's the upper middle and lower. I'm just like, teach me the upper letters today. Cause it's hang on. It's 14 upper letters. 25 middle letters. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. uh, So the way you write it out, there's like different ways to write it out. I I have to show you because it's, it's really hard to explain (laughs) without the visual. So I have to, I'll post a video of a visual in, in our Slack and and online um, on our tweets tomorrow. Um, So it's, it's obviously a very, very much different language than English and the, the English alphabet. And I forget what the actual like alphabet is called because multiple European languages use our alphabet and Indian languages use about a gazillion different alphabets. So (laughs) it's just, it's really, for me, it's really a privilege to learn um, from one of my patrons and, and that my patron feels comfortable enough with me to share that with me. And it's kind of a reciprocal thing because I'm helping her with English as well. So I love library interactions like that. They are really what make me love my job so much. So that's really, really fun. (laughs) Hard, but fun. I love that. Yeah, that's so sweet. (sighs) 
it's like She's amazing. It's like fun. Like you don't always get to like flex that part of your brain as an no. adult. So it's always nice to like learn something new. Yeah. Um, my log off win for this week um, is for, I mean, obviously you guys know last week when I did the show, I said I was on the COVID injured list and I was on the COVID injured list all week last week. Um, and it caused me to miss the Keith Hernandez game. I missed the Keith Hernandez game because I was on the COVID injured list and it sucked. Uh. And I was so sad. My parents were there. Michael was there. Michael's mom was there instead of me. Um, I'm glad that they had a good time and I'm really happy that they got to go, but I was, I had the worst FOMO of all time. Um, but uh, this morning I tested negative the, for the first time since I first got infected, uh, you know, like over a week ago. And so I, and I was so nervous about it because we're going to Chicago tomorrow, um, for five days, uh, to see the Mets at Wrigley, um, among other things and just do touristy things in Chicago. And I was so nervous that I wasn't going to be able to go. Um, and I got my negative test and I can go. (laughs) So that is fantastic. And, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling a lot better. Thanks to everyone who like sent me positive messages, um, and everything like it really, it really helped a lot. I appreciate it. It's been like a really rough time lately. And so the support means a lot. Um, and I'm really happy to get to go on my Chicago trip tomorrow. Yes. Um, Enjoy and relax. You've earned it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that does it for the show this week. Um, you can go to amazingavenue.com, check out all of our fantastic content. We've written up the um, Mets All-Stars, other news posts, analysis, game recaps, morning news posts, weekly meters, all that good stuff over at Amazing Avenue. You can follow Amazing Avenue on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Amazing Avenue. You can follow this show on Twitter at A Pod of Their Own. You can follow three of the four of us on Twitter. I am at <laughs> Petite PhD. Where are you, Linda? At Linda Service. And you, Maggie? At Maggie162. You can follow, you can fo- not follow Kellyanne, but you can find <laughs> Kellyanne in the Amazing Avenue comments. And you should go there and be nice and don't be a troll. Don't uh, be a troll. Don't be a Please troll. Please don't be a troll. Um, you can email the show, aa.apodoftheirown at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the podcast, Amazing Avenue Audio, wherever you get your podcasts from. Please rate and review the show. It really helps people find it. The original intro and outro music to this podcast is by Bunga. Let's go Mets. And don't forget, there's no crying in the